today on the Ross, Crit, and Norton Show. So if you're the Warriors and Knicks right now, you're just, <laughs> you're just what, going golfing or? Uh, it definitely sounds like you are spiraling towards a, I, I'm going to say probably a lockout, not a strike. <laughs> but whenever Rondo left, I was like, he's going to be a beast in the NBA. Welcome, welcome, welcome in everyone to the Ross, Crit, and Norton Show. This is your co-host, Crit, along with my co-host, Ron Ross. Hey, hey. And Travis Norton. What's up? So, it's been an, an eventful couple weeks. Oh, my here, gosh. Um, you know, Is 2020 only happening? Maybe for you all, because, I mean, everyone kind of seemed that, you know, I was the winner of the oh. of our team, so. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> See, see now, now, um, I, I stand by the fact that the my team chemistry, that whole thing, it's trash, overblown. overblown. No, those guys, <laughs> those guys want to win. Like the the dream, the least, the dream the team wanted to win too. Huh? <laughs> the dream team wanted to win too. That's why they didn't have Isaiah. Hey, we we're supposed to start <laughs> off the show with. We're gonna have. Was Isaiah better than Stockton? Yeah. Did they well. eat Isaiah? I, I think they did all right. I think they did okay. Average margin of victory about like thirty-five points. I think they did all right. It wouldn't have been that way if they had Isaiah. Yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> we're, we're talking about Isaiah not being on the team, duh. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> the Team USA did just fine. They didn't need Isaiah. My team needs Isaiah. Mm. Oh, okay. Just like Ryan's hey, team speaking uh, of, doesn't need uh, Iverson. We're going to have summer basketball. <laughs> yep. Yeah, looks like we got uh, – Hopefully. Got basketball starting back up. Well, we're waiting. Uh, and no fans, though. We're recording this on Wednesday night. Uh, Thursday, we will get the news about oh, whether it's been ratified or not. Um, now, the format that – they're voting on is it's a 22 team format so they're excluding anyone that was that was uh more than six games behind the eighth seed hmm. that's how it works um, yeah so the the format would exclude minnesota and golden state in the west and in the east it excludes charlotte chicago new york detroit atlanta and cleveland yeah, so 13 Western Conference teams are still available and nine Eastern, right? Right. That's weird. Um, so they're going to play they're going to play eight quote-unquote regular season games, which I think are really kind of warm-up like kind yeah. of exhibition games, but they're saying they're games for seeding. Um, and, and then I guess after those eight games are played, they're going to narrow it down to 16. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy that it's just June 3rd or 4th and it's going to take them till July 31st to get ready. Yeah. yeah. In um, Orlando, in Orlando, right? No fans. Right. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be in Orlando. Um Which how are they going to keep no fans? I think all the teams? I think the players can bring up to 5 family or friend members. Mm-mm. That's it. So Um But how can they be pre- Take precautions with that many people secluded around. testing and then uh, being, yeah, okay. you know, being secluded. 
Yeah, yeah. guys, it's it'll be three months since Rudy Gobert shut the league down. <laughs> <laughs> March 11th or something like that. And it could be another uh, three months before we see the end of the season. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, Woj said it could – the NBA Finals or, last game yeah. will be held October 12th. Yeah, and so obviously they're not going to start um, the 2021 season. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Normally it starts around October 17th. They're obviously not going to start that season five days later. <laughs> Um, at least after Christmas, I would say. No, um, maybe in the January. I've heard mid November, late Re- November. They would um, go back that quick. How may, could you do that? They've been off for three months. I guess you know? <laughs> there, there's some saying Christmas Day will be opening day, but that's what I'm uh, thinking. Are they got to hold. I don't know because do they really? How those opening day games are usually pretty sloppy. I, I don't know if they want. Uh, sloppy Christmas games because that's usually big, yeah. big marquee matchups. But uh, uh, they got a they got a whole free agency in the draft in between October yeah. and December. Yeah, that's um, crazy that the college players are going to have to wait till. If you look at the playoffs, man, it, it takes the playoffs forever. I mean, it takes like yeah. two months to I play the playoffs. Cut it, I thought they would cut it to gain to best of five every round or something until the finals. Doesn't look that way. No, I know. And eight games, so they're going to play a total of 73 this year. I'm just saying, like, like didn't they play 65? Didn't they play 65 already? Because you got to get back in shape. And yeah, I'm just saying from from a, like, dates oh, off yeah. aspect. I mean, it's, well, if they've had this month long off, they, they better not wait four days in between like they do the finals right. sometimes. Stupid. Uh, so there's been some discussion – about how, uh, what kind of advantage a higher seed team can have. Yeah, you're right. Normally they would have home court advantage. Now they're all going to be in the uh, same city. Yeah, so that's not going to happen. But there's some, there's some scenarios. Um, this is coming from uh, ESPN. Oh, and there you go. They wouldn't have to travel, so they should be able to yeah. get games in quicker. Yeah. Um, but go ahead. So this is from ESPN. Some scenarios that have been discussed. Um, one of which I kind of like this one. Uh, you have the, you of course have the opening game tip off, but regardless of who wins the opening game tip off, the higher seeded team gets the ball starting every quarter, every quarter after that. I mean, that was the only one that sounded. Uh, so you got, um, don't like this one. Higher seed team can designate one player no. to foul out with seven fouls. <laughs> Come on. Gimmicks. Gimmicks. Um, don't have a problem with this one. Higher seed team receives an extra coach's challenge. Yeah, yeah. coach's challenge maybe. Why? Uh, Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're already the best number one seed. Why do you need any more advantage? Well, it's not just the number one seed. I mean, it could be the, I mean, the, the home number team. four seed. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. When do the and coaches' do challenges come gonna... about anyway? Who cares? Play ball. I know. But, hey, when they pick, when they pick the 16, is it going to be east versus west, or are they going to mix them all? They don't know yet? Uh, they haven't said anything about mix them all. It, everything I've I, they they haven't specified either way, but I'm assuming since they haven't specified either way, it's going mm-hmm. west and east. 
So if you're the Warriors and Knicks right now, you're just <laughs> you're just what going golfing or uh, or getting ready hey, for December, they're, huh? They're doing what they they're getting doing re- what they earned. But they got six months. They got six months to still gear up now. Yeah, should have played mean, better. Yeah, <laughs> Warriors. I mean, Golden State, you know, had decimated by injuries. To, are the Nets? Uh, you know, are the Nets going to bring Durant Durant in since it, it's moved on past? Uh, three months? There's there's been some talk about that, but I think they need to not do that. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know the Warriors tried to remember what happened last time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so the the more um, comical sounding scenarios that they've discussed mm-hmm. is a higher seeded team bringing the the hardwood from their home court. Come on, what? <laughs> that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Uh, and why would you do um, that? Bringing the hardwood. I guess Orlando is yeah. the only home. Well, the Magic, the Magic are going to win the finals. Here's this one because I can't figure out how to explain it succinctly, so I'll just read it word for word. An off-court feature in which playoff teams, in order of seating 1 through 16, receive first choice on picking which hotel they will stay at. Yeah, I heard that too. Wild World Sports Complex and Disney World Resort. I think Norton just went to Orlando. Are we we losing him again? (laughs) (sighs) Hey, how was your Orlando trip? That was great. (laughs) <laughs> so Norton's kind of dropped out like two or three times already. That's the joke, y'all. I don't know what's up, man. Um, just acting crazy. <laughs> I, really, I was just tired of hearing but, about all the all the yeah, shenanigans. Shenanigans, yeah. right? What was it, Crit? I don't think you finished. Uh, the teams getting to to pick which resort they stay in. Oh yeah. <laughs> Or hotel. Having, basically having a resort draft. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, we – yeah, it's – I find it interesting that they decided 22 teams. Um, yeah. Because it only takes 23 teams to ratify. Huh? So it only takes 23 teams to, to, to agree to it, to ratify it. Oh, <laughs> So they ha- they're including twenty two teams in. Mm-hmm. I I kind of think probably the smartest thing would have been to say twenty three or twenty four teams, but um, you know, like not like any of those teams are gonna make up their make it up in eight games, you know. Yeah, but you get the league, league revenue sharing and all that stuff. So you know, they're they'll be fine. And. Uh, I thought I saw I wanna say it was Oklahoma City, which they're they're in it, so I don't know why he's so mad about it, but I think like their GM or, or their president um, is wants all thirty teams back because of small markets. Mm, uh, yeah. Not having a not having a fair advantage. At least Dane Lillard will be happy he has a chance to go. <laughs> At least oh, he said he don't want to play if he's not gonna make playoffs. No, no, if they didn't have a shot to make the playoffs, but they do have a shot. They're one of the 13 in the West. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Those small market teams, they're not going to have any – because they're not going to have any more games left. Who is that? OKC, 
San Charlotte. No. No. No, San Antonio has shot. Phoenix, I was surprised. It was that good of a record. The Wizards are only like 24 and 40. <laughs> but but they were the last team in the East, they mentioned. Yeah. Well, we're going to have basketball before baseball, huh? Sounds like. Yeah, the players, players don't want to come back, man. They can it's... never get on page with one another. MLB, I mean, they've always had. Yeah, they've problems. Yeah, ninety four to, to now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's well, just pitiful. It definitely they, sounds like we are spiraling towards a. I, I'm going to say probably a lockout, not a strike. Yeah, well, and this was the this was the major sport that had the most chance to get the majority of right. its games played because it's yep. only June. <clears throat> and and the, I mean hockey, hockey's. When's hockey coming back? Next month, too? I believe so. <clears throat> yeah, and they're doing some The MLB, kind of the MLB players don't want to be prorated for the time they're going to play. They want their full contracts. Yeah, I guess if you didn't – I guess if you hadn't started already, it's worse. I don't know, because they what? They nixed the 114 game instead of 162, right? Yeah, the, I think the the newest – Proposal from MLB PA is 114 games. I still can't believe they play 162 um, games. It's nuts. The the league proposed 82. Um, yeah. See, like, I mean, even with 82 games, I think the, I think the owners stand to lose more than they could possibly make because all they're gonna, all they're gonna make with no one in the stands, all they're gonna make is TV revenue, right. and. And again, it's, you know, small market teams are, aren't going to get, you know, that L.A., New York yep. revenue that the Yankees and, you know, and Dodgers and them will get. But it's, I mean, I, I miss baseball. I was, I was hoping we'd get something, but uh, yeah, it's not, it's not looking good. I think we're going to get a, I think we're not seeing my personal opinion, I think we're not seeing baseball till 2021. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's pitiful. Uh, but uh, also to to continue on the uh, on the downer <laughs> side of the news, um, <laughs> we've lost the since our last podcast, we lost a couple NBA greats. Um, we lost Jerry Sloan, um, mm-hmm. former uh, Chicago Bull. And uh, player and yep. uh, Utah Jazz coach, the mm-hmm. uh, the Jazz man. Yep. What uh, he? I was in the playoffs for like uh, what twenty five years really straight, sad. Or something like that. Eddie's, yeah, yeah. Eddie's Eddie's <laughs> said about all the. The, the, the down the stage. Yeah, I said really sad. <laughs> and Eddie's really tore up about Jerry Sloan. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, Sloan had the Jazz in the playoffs for like 27 straight years or something like that. Yeah, uh, crazy. I was shocked when he suddenly stepped down, but now I guess I'm glad he did, so he got to enjoy mm-hmm. Yeah, some, uh, some years of retirement. Didn't he step down in 2011? 
Uh, it was Wayne Hillman, Darren Williams on Scott's oh, yeah. locker room. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, sorry, I put. I don't care how old he was. I put my money on Sloan. Yeah, I was shocked uh, when Williams wound up in New Jersey or Brooklyn not too long after that, too. Yeah. Very deadline. Uh, and also. And more, uh, more locally, uh, we yeah. lost uh, Wes Hudson. Um, which Ryan and I have an interesting connection with Wes Unstelt is our, when we were living in uh, nor- Northeast uh, Residence Hall at uh, WKU, our uh, oh. Residence Hall director was Wes Unstelt's nephew. I forgot. I forgot that. It was, it was funny because I didn't really know much about Wes Unstelt. I still don't know that much about him. Mm. But uh, I just, he was on like NBA Live or something. And, and I asked Robert, I asked Robert. He's like, "Hey Robert, are you uh Wes Unseld's? Are you related to Wes Unseld?" And I don't know. I didn't think he was gonna say yes. He's like, "Yeah, he's my uncle." <laughs> yep. I mean, a big dude, but only only six seven, lefty, and played probably center. The, probably the yeah. So don't hate on, don't hate on our uh, Cardinal. <clears throat> Cardinal. He's probably the that. best high school basketball player to come out of Kentucky ever. Um, really. Hey, and I was gonna ask you about the sixty-five. Yeah, it was just 64. Well, his teammate was Butch. Was Six. Butch Beard? His, he went to Louisville with Butch Beard, and Butch yeah. Beard is from. And so Wes at, at Seneca High won in sixty-three and sixty-four. Uh, okay. Sixty-four, they played Breck in the state title. Uh, Butch was sick; he had to flu no. during that game. Oh, so really? face off against one another and people still say like if if, uh if he had been sick you know they may have won the 64 and 65 titles but um he did that he was he was the first black uh player to commit to louisville um you know just probably the best player to come out of louisville um as well you know nba champion all-star you know Awesome rebounder, just. I knew you would know this because I looked it up about Butch because my dad played. See, it wasn't it wasn't Brett County yet, right? I'm sorry, it was Irvington. Still had a yeah. high school because my dad was the last graduating class yeah. of Irvington in '65, and so he played against mm-hmm. Butch Beard. And then they merged Hardinsburg. I mean, they, they used to be called the Bearcats, and then it was Breck County yep. Tigers, right? Yeah. So that's funny. Yeah, I was a uh, I was a little shocked because um, Mark's story from the Lexington Herald Leader tweeted that um, Wes Unsell was the greatest outlet passer ever. Oh yeah. And now I don't like I you know I, I don't know a ton about Wes Unsell. I told him I don't. You know, he's he's before my time. I don't know a lot about him, but better than Bill Walton because I know Bill Walton, even though he's before my time. But of course, yeah. Walton is much more well known. Well, I always heard about Wes Unsell, the outlet pass, yeah. passer, because when Kevin Love came along, they always compared Love yeah. to Unsell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I always, I always uh, thought that uh, I didn't most know people Walton. consider Walton to be the greatest outlet passer of all time. I didn't even think about him. But uh, but yeah, story is like in my opinion, yeah, he's Ansel's was a better passer than Walton. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But uh, anyway, so we got uh, another uh, for you here in this uh, this down period Downward. that we've yeah, been right. experiencing. Um, so we just we just started thinking back to things that could have been had. Yeah. Whether it was something preventable or unpreventable, um, what could have happened? Basically, we're playing the what if game. Um, so, uh, yeah, if the ball had bounced another way or so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> balls or whatever. I don't think I'm stepping Doesn't on any, any, any feet here. You know, what if Patino put a defender on Grand Hill? Uh, oh. that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, you oh, know, yeah. if Leitner hadn't hit the shot, <laughs> what would happen? Oh. But, yeah. He was perfect that game. He wasn't going to miss. What if he did? <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> so, um, so, Brian, you want to start us off? And this was your thing. We uh, have done a rotating thing where you started one, then I did a topic then norton did a topic now we're back to crit you want me to start yes yeah, sure. you, you go to start, start off oh man well i thought you were since it was your oh, show but you're hosting oh my gosh i need help because i had so many you were stuck on the patino thing i mean you started out with patino how about i just go from there what if what if rick hadn't have, left left the promise uh, land left Left UK and uh, dabbled in the pros again in 97. Um, which can we talk about? I'm, can I incorporate two in that? Here late, wasn't it this past week, McGrady said he was going to go to Kentucky if Patino, well, if he'd have went to college, but also if Patino had stayed, like once Rick left and Tubby, t- he, he put his name in the draft, didn't he? Well, he said he was going to come to Kentucky if he'd went to college. Regardless? regardless. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, let's just back up. To... I just know that's the that's the rumor. Yeah. And that would have been 90. That would have been on the championship team, 98, right? Because mm-hmm. he, he got mm-hmm. drafted in 97, but he was playing, you know, he, his fin- to finish up his first year would have been 98. I guess we didn't need him. <laughs> He might have been too ball dominant and we lost. But but back to my original. Um, you know, if Rick had stayed, we wouldn't have gone through the I mean, Tubby was good for what? With Rick's players. Twelve <clears throat> how many years? Yeah. Yeah, Tubby was ninety eight to two thousand six, eight years. Yeah, Tubby was Nine good. Well, you know, he wasn't I mean Rick Rick would have if Rick would have stayed there for another what, 12, <laughs> 10, what was Toby was there 10 years? If Rick stayed there another 10 About years, nine, I, think, yeah. I think there's more, uh, more surely at least one more championship somewhere in there. Probably. Yeah. I don't think he loses to UAB. <laughs> no. What if what uh, if he'd have played Anderson in the title game? Would we have won 97? <laughs> I've got so mm-hmm. many what ifs. You shouldn't have asked me. <laughs> but. We wouldn't have had to go on through the – so you think he would have hung it up after – I mean, you think he would have went somewhere else? What if he'd have stayed there till now? Well, we I mean – We wouldn't I'm have had the Gillespie years. I don't know if he would have – I'm not saying he definitely would have left the same time Tubby left. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying if 
if we're to look at it in the perspective of what Tubby did versus what Patino could have done, then I, yeah. I think in the in the ten years that Tubby was there, yeah, there's at least one yeah. championship for sure. Oh, and, Nor- and Travis, you're right. I mean, he won the only the only time we went to the final four with Tubby. No, yeah, we went back in 2005. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> my. I'm- no, that was a lead eight. That was a yeah. lead eight. My yeah. bad, my bad. Um, so, yeah, it was with Patino's players. And the thing is, is that I love Tubby. You know, he was a heck of a coach. But the mm-hmm. style he played, a lot of the fans right. hated that Tubby ball, yeah. that slowed down, that Big Ten aspect. Yeah. It's like, let's keep it in the 60s. Let's keep it in the 50s and 60s. Oh and, of course, Rick was wide open. He was like, I'm going to get athletes in here that we're going we're gonna to run. And, and I love that. I love the – Full court, pre- yes, I love that. Well, uh, one thing, and when I saw when I saw Rondo at UK versus Rondo in the NBA, right, it really it really solidified it for me. I kind of always felt like mm-hmm. is Tubby really letting these yeah. guys go? Um, yeah. And when when Rondo was eh, at Kentucky and then excelled in the NBA, it mm-hmm. was like, oh yeah. And I'm one of those too. He was so stuck on the team concept that when he had a Thorbred, he wouldn't yeah, just let I was run. I was one of yeah. those and you can ask numerous friends that when Rondo You were a Thoroughbred? Maybe. <laughs> but whenever Rondo left, I was like, he's gonna be a beast in the NBA because Really? I had no idea. Because he couldn't shoot. He couldn't shoot, but couldn't shoot. he did everything else. I mean, he, he was wide open all the time, and Tubby just reined him in. Like, it was like, no, you got to slow down, yeah. slow down. And I, I was one of the ones that said, it's like, you watch, when he gets the NBA, he's going to hmm. be a beast. Yeah, I didn't know. Cause I couldn't going see back it. to what you touched on with McGrady, uh, I think if McGrady goes and gets coached by Tubby. Yeah, yeah I know. He's, he's just buried yeah. under the team concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, I mean, not to say, not to say that Patino didn't ever run a team concept, but like, you know, yeah. when he had Mashburn there, he let Mashburn yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and do what Mashburn does, and I but don't think Tubby ever had an interest in letting one guy had. take <laughs> take all the shine. But yeah, man, I missed, I missed when, of course, I think you have to play to what personnel you have. But man, Walker, uh, Garden, the inbound, full court, M- McCarty too. I mean, full court press is what I mean. And just gosh, they they scored over a hundred points so many times. But I mean, it's rare that you're going to have eight or nine pros on a on a team. But I I'll say this: I think instead of going from team concept Tubby, I'm not even going to count the Gillespie two years. But now to Always getting the one and dones with Calipari, I think we would have stuck in the middle with Patino. He would have got the Walkers, yep. the Delks, the McCartys, the Mercers to hang around and and play three years and get more, you know, championships. Mm-hmm. So that's why well, I, I don't know. I mean, I think the I reason think. those guys hung around is because that's what you did then. Well, uh, that's that's true too. I, I think definitely now. Walker and Mercer, are, if they were well, I mean, recruited Walker. in 2015, they're definitely one and done. Yeah, well, Walker left as – they both left as a sophomore anyway. Yeah. But 
I just feel like he could have gotten a few more glue guys. Yeah. Um, what happened? I don't. Un- I still don't understand why the turn of the like Weber ninety mid nineties late. Well, no, it wasn't even that. It was like two thousands when everybody started leaving after one yeah. year. Whatnot. I don't understand. Yeah. Huh. Don't like that product. It's the thing. The thing to do, I guess. I mean, I mean, you, you see, you see, some it works for one person. You think it's, you know, it works for you. Yep. Uh, yeah. Just like you got, you know, a lot of guys that are saying, "I'll just go play overseas for one year." Yeah, it's really yeah. changed now. Well, I better move it along because that was a long. <laughs> so what if? And that's the first one. Travis, what do you got? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna flip the script. I know most of y'all don't talk about some of the other sports as, as much in depth, but <clears throat> mine's kind of multifaceted like Ryan's. What if, what if Bonds hadn't gotten jealous of the 98 home run race and didn't roid? What would his legacy be? What would baseball be if, if, if yeah. the roid area hadn't, hadn't come? And so <clears throat> my thing is, is, you look at Bonds, um, Godfather's William Hayes, prior yeah. to 99, which is when he started roiding, he was still mm-hmm. MVP. MVP. No, he was three-time MVP, eight-time Gold Glove, seven-time yeah. you know, uh, Silver Slugger, 400 homers, 400 stolen bases, first ever to do that. And then McGuire and Sosa in their race in, in 98 just mm-hmm. put him over the edge. And, of course, he hit <clears throat> over the duration of his career. He hit another 362 home runs after yeah. that. He, he never hit 50. He hit 49, his highest, and then he hit 73 yeah. one year. Hmm, and his, okay. head, his head started growing, too. I mean, that's – you, <laughs> yeah. you could literally see it like – Wow, he's never hit 50 before. He's hit 73? <laughs> um, but anyway. So, for me, I've always said Bonds was a Hall of Fame. He was a Hall of Famer before, yeah. Yeah. before that. Easy. Um, here's here's the here's where Bonds really messed himself up and why he'll never get into the Hall of Fame <laughs> because people didn't like him to begin with. Oh yeah, and then they gave then he gave them a reason to not put him in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm honestly, I think he was. He he wasn't as good of a player once he did grow four half Right, sizes. the gloves, gloves, <laughs> the gold gloves went away. You know, just he maybe wasn't as fat. Was he? Wouldn't run bases. Yeah. yeah, he was just bigger. He was nothing but a uh, yep. power. That's hit. all he did was yeah. was power hit after after ninety eight. Um, hey, wasn't it him that? Um, gosh, watch the show, Walter. He walked and they scored a run. <laughs> well, that was that was in <clears throat> the bases that, was loaded. That was in '98 before he started doing that. Oh god! So he's well, like one of the like four yeah. players to ever never seen have bases before. loaded, and they do an intentional walk. 
<laughs> Has it ever hap- happened? Not since again? then, no. And he was one of the oh my, one of the first since you know the early days of baseball yeah. for that to happen. And this, like I said, this was before he was roiding. I mean, he was a yeah. I mean, he was a heck of a player. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give up one run or four runs, basically? Right. Oh, I, I, I know. Uh, I mean, like, now, to give, to give him uh, – I said he was nothing but a power. To give him a little more credit, um, I mean, he was getting on bait. If, he's, it's not like he was Adam Dunn right. 2.0 <laughs> where it was a home run or strikeout. Like, 1.0. Like, he was, uh, he was getting – one year he had a 700 on base right. percentage. Gosh. Uh, which is insane. Uh, so he he was always a threat to get on base. Yep. Uh, he was still putting up good batting averages even when he wasn't getting walked and wasn't getting home. Right, Alex like said up until uh, through the '98 season, 400 solo bases, 400 home runs. I mean, <clears throat> but on top of that, it's like, what if what would what would baseball be today? If the steroid era hadn't happened, <clears throat> I think they needed. They had to have it after the ninety. Uh, yeah, I was going to force strike. I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah, I already told you that was my most exciting time yeah. watching baseball. Now I, I don't even hardly watch it till the postseason. Hey, there's there's more home runs being hit now than there was back then, though. <sighs> but I mean, individuals. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I don't understand that. Well, they're saying it's because of baseball, but I think they're juicing again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I like – They said it was like baseball to... back then, too. Mm-hmm. But I like to see somebody hit 50, 60 home runs. And I don't see it. Yep. So, that's my – that's mine. What would, it do? What, would it, what would it be today? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I think – I don't know, like – I think it's where it is because I, I, I. Yeah, they need more excitement. It's boring. They need more excitement. Boring. But I feel like, I feel like, people are more into basketball now than than baseball too. But I don't. I don't. I'm not sure what the ratings are. So that I could be wrong on that. <laughs> um, maybe it's just the the people I follow on Twitter and my my circle likes basketball more. Maybe that's why I think that, but uh, I mean, I, I guess it. I mean, it would. I wouldn't say that the MLB would be done. Done like they would be third amongst the three major I don't know, sports. Man, they're, the way they do their contracts and stuff. It's like I've told my son. I was like, dude, you should have been a baseball player because yeah. that's where the money's at. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do nothing. Crazy. You play for years and. Just the exorbitant amount of money that they're giving on these contracts. It's it's like why not? Why wouldn't you go that route? But there's not near as many youth that are that are playing nowadays, and so I don't know. All right, so um, so for me, what's yours? Yeah, uh, I think I want to talk about a. A little known something that would have completely altered the NBA today. Um, what if mm. Memphis won the 2003 draft lottery? You mean it wasn't rigged? 
<laughs> well, it certainly wasn't great for Memphis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Memphis in 1998, straight up, straight up trade for Otis Thorpe. Traded a number one pick. It was a top one protected pick. So if they win that lottery, they get to keep the pick and they never have to convey the pick. But they don't. Cleveland wins the lottery. <laughs> the Pistons get get their pick. And we all know LeBron goes to Cleveland, Darko to Pistons. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. But what what ha- what happens? With that draft, if they win the lottery. Now, first thing I want to point out is Memphis drafted Pal Gasol in 2002. So LeBron, right away, is paired with Pal Gasol. In that 2003 2004 lineup, I mean, wasn't going to win a championship, but. We're talking Jason Williams, Mike Miller, LeBron James, Pal Gasol, Lorenzen Wright. You got James Posey and uh, Shane Battier off the bench, assuming that they want to, you know, still sign those guys with LeBron in tow. Don't forget Brian Cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, you know, with LeBron and Pal running together, I, I feel like they – Probably still get, still have another guy to to help him, and then we're not talking about how for the first seven years LeBron didn't have anyone. Um, Eddie's mad about and, him too. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a, you know, and I, I didn't look, I didn't look way down the line, so maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I think there's a possibility that they still add. Someone in the draft um, that you know will win them a championship a few years down the road. Um, oh, by the way, um, Otis Thorpe. After they gave up that that pick for him, he only played forty seven games for them. That same year, they traded Thorpe for Bobby Hurley and Michael Smith. Oh my God! Only Greg. Did. Crit did all this research about his studios. <laughs> I didn't do all the research on who got what pick 15 years ago. Um, <clears throat> so, of course, uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the rest of the draft pretty much goes goes the same way. I, I think Cleveland probably still takes Darko. Yeah, I, I think oh everything God. else falls the same. I, I think the only thing that changes is that. Uh, the Pistons don't don't get the pick, and Memphis gets number one. They get LeBron. But does Dan trade for LeBron because he knows, you know, <clears throat> that'd be my only other question. It's like if if that happened, would uh, would they have traded for LeBron? I don't think Memphis moves off that pick. Um, I don't. I, don't, I mean, everyone everyone knew the hype. Around LeBron, I don't think anyone moves off that pick. I'm sh- I'm sure people tried to move Cleveland off that pick, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it could have been interesting. Thoughts? 
I mean, what is that, 17 years ago? <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah, I mean, what does, like, does the... Like uh, you and I discussed Duncan. The Celtics were supposed to get the number one pick in 97 for Duncan. And that didn't work out. Yeah. yeah I mean, does, does Bosch Wade LeBron ever happen? Does... Does uh, Kyrie love LeBron? Does that ever happen? Does he stay in Memphis the whole time? I, you know, no, he yeah. he can't stay yeah. anywhere in one time. Are you kidding me? I was well, going to say, what I mean, if he had to stay he, in Cleveland. He's all. I mean, that lineup alone is already better than anything he had in Cleveland those first seven years. Say it again, LeBron, uh, Jason Powell. Williams, oh, Mike okay. Miller, LeBron James, Falcasaw, and you know Lorenzo Wright, who's no star. Um. But he was their starting center that year. Mm. And then you got Posey and Battier off the bench. Their most okay. notable bench players. Yep. That's well, that's why they're what ifs. We'll never know. Mm-hmm. All right, so what you got, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, are we gonna continue like are we gonna do another series on these or can I just Mentioned well, these that I would have been like, well, yeah, I would have liked to have said what would have Shaq and Penny to stay. We might, if, we might could revisit this. I mean, obviously, we're not going to go be able to go through all well, ten year what ifs tonight. I mean, there, yeah, there's a lot that you just wouldn't know. Like, what if OKC hadn't traded Harden, Harden so quick, but they went to the finals, and so did Shaq and Penny. But they, you know, they just couldn't get further than that. So it was like they probably couldn't pay all these guys. So that's why they gave up. But I'm going to – I think you may have some for these. <laughs> Welcome back, Norton. Um, Everything going all right talk, in Orlando. <laughs> uh, you, might have, <laughs> you might have some of these also, Crit, about uh, people that we didn't get to see careers play through, play out. I'm going to say Drazen Petrovic is a name. Reggie Miller throws him into as who do I want to take the last shot? He said Drazen Petrovic. Now, he didn't do well at all in Portland when they were going to the finals, but when he got traded to New Jersey, he they went to the playoffs in 92-93 with him, Kenny Anderson and Derek Coleman, and he was averaging 22 a game. That's more than Kukoc has ever, ever done. Would we, have, would we have been talking about Drazen Petrovic if he hadn't have, you know, died in the – Car accident at 26, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was like one of the first, besides Vladi and Sabonis, would we be talking about? I mean, we still talk about Drazen. Well, before, I feel like the. Before Dirk or before Luca. I feel like the Euro invasion takes place um, sooner if Petrovic yeah. gets an entire career. I mean, maybe he wasn't the most athletic, but he was a deadly shooter. Yeah, I mean, he. He certainly turned the corner when he when he got the nits. And then that, yeah, and then his then his uh, uh, career was taken away. But uh, but yeah, you know, like it wasn't until it was just I heard Chad Ford saying this. It yeah, wasn't until uh, it wasn't until Gasol um, yeah. panned out Forget that, that NBA scouts decided, hey, oh. we really need to put more resources into scouting uh, European players. Yeah, the early 2000s, big time. But now I don't see see it as much if it's only Luka. 
I guess Darko did that. <laughs> Powell brought them in. And well, Darko San Antonio drafts a European every year yeah, um, and just lets them sit. Oh, yeah, <clears> Manu. <throat> and, you're right. But who here lately, besides Luca in the last two two years? Well, you know, they're not all going to be, be superstars. No, I know. But... And it's like saying, uh, why should we scout Duke when Zion's only <laughs> – only guy that's uh I mean real contributor. Okay, Barnyani <laughs> Barnyani, I guess. And uh, I mean there's Gallinari. There's like Porzingis, Porzingis. Like, there's, there's good uh it's just like any anywhere else you look for players, there's gonna be, I know. There's gonna be role players and there's gonna be superstars and mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> but Petrovich as far as a score, yeah, he was he was the biggest scorer back then before uh, Dirk came along. And, and you got to remember, uh, our elite athletes are playing mm-hmm. basketball and football. Their elite athletes are playing soccer. Yeah. Um, and hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, you know, the, oh, pool the pool isn't as deep with, okay. with your old guys because of that. Well, I thought it was. Uh, yeah. Uh, but still, this the, is the nice scouting – the scouting is stronger now than it was. Okay. Then. But it's like, how is Luca at age sixteen dominating? <laughs> I guess you're right. They play. They all play soccer. Instead, how is he dominating the men's league over there? Well, he, he says the NBA is easier than. <laughs> yeah. Where he was. Well, oh, can you mm-hmm. imagine? Touch foul. LeBron. Oh gosh. Oh. Was the spacing too? There's not. <laughs> Yeah, they got uh, Euro League basketball has uh, like <laughs> 1988 NBA spacing, <laughs> so that makes it uh, that makes that's it where the soccer guys like to play, you know, the conditioning and footwork and stuff. So, well, I guess those are my two what ifs tonight. No split, man. <clears throat> There's a there's a few I can talk about. I know I had to. <laughs> Kobe, Charlotte. What would happen? I had so many. What would happen if I'm Bo giving, Jackson? I'm just giving teasers. Screwed up his hip. Oh, yeah. Freak injury. Didn't what a freak what injury, happened. too, right? What? Well, well, he yeah. said he didn't know what happened, and he popped it right back in place. <clears throat> but the doctors didn't believe him, right? Well, I mean, he knew the injury happened, but didn't know it was serious because it just popped back in place. True, yeah, yeah. But just yeah. just the career he had, you know, saying to Tampa Bay that drafted him, and I'm not coming to you because you screwed up my college <laughs> baseball career. <clears throat> and so I'm going to sit out and mm-hmm. go play baseball. And... Mm-hmm. Before he come and played uh, for the for the Raiders, you know, just absolute beast. I mean, oh yeah, Crit. Do you say you wish he just just stuck the, with baseball? The total. Well, I mean, he was the total package as a running back. Um, and you know, uh. Didn't ESPN do a 30, 30 for 30 on Deion Sanders a few weeks ago about his uh, 
playing football and baseball. So here's the yeah, thing. That's nuts. Deion Sanders wasn't that good at baseball. All, True. All he he played outfield with the speed. Run. Yeah. That was it. But he won titles with both. <laughs> Must be lucky to, to be able to play with the Braves and the Cowboys, right? And the Falcons. Yeah. And the Reds. Um, and the Yankees. But, uh, but you know, Bo Bo was I know, you're was right. really good at both. Um I mean he was yeah. a he was an all star baseball player and a pro bowl football player. Bo yeah. knows. Uh, Bo knows. And, and, uh, and absolutely unstoppable on technology. I mean I... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> True. That too. And dude, everybody talks about that leap he made on the wall. Are you kidding? Or no, he mm-hmm. backflipped. What did he do? He ran up the wall. He yeah, ran he ran up the wall and got it. <laughs> it's like, who does that? Um, yeah, you know, do I wish he, you know, I wish he hadn't got injured. But I wish yeah. he had known football was going to end. Oh, yeah. was gonna Because it it, it kind of ended his baseball career. He wasn't the same baseball right, But he didn't play football until the hip injury either. Mm-hmm. You know, because of the whole Tampa Bay stuff. He didn't start playing baseball till eighty. How many football years? till eighty seven? You know, he came out in eighty four. Okay, because and he got in trouble. Oh, did he? Um, Barkley, Tampa Bay Buccaneers told him that his visit to the training the training facility was NCAA approved, and it wasn't, and so it caused him to be ineligible for the baseball career his senior year at Auburn, mm-hmm. and so. Mm-hmm. He vowed. He's like, I'm not. Wow. They draft me. I'm not playing for them. And so, it took yep. you know, three, four years for them to release him and let let him be able to sign with somebody else. And yeah. mm-hmm. L.A. slash Oakland slash Vegas slash L.A. slash Oakland Raiders, right? But he was just, you know, <laughs> absolute beast and just. You know, two ways, baseball, football, was a pro at both, all-star at both. You know, what would have happened if if his short career wasn't cut short? I mean, I think think we're looking at him as the – I mean, even with the three missed years in football – I think we're looking at him as I don't know the why. greatest that, running back that's ever. That's going a little far. <laughs> <clears throat> greatest two-sport athlete I mean, outside of he did, Jesse Allen, no, probably. Y'all know who else was an incredible athlete that no one ever talks about? And it's going to segue into my next thing here. <laughs> Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge, I, I knew Danny Ainge mm-hmm. played baseball. Oh, then, yeah, you're right. And then played basketball. I didn't know that he also uh, could have played because he was like a he was like a top-tier quarter, uh, quarterback recruit oh coming out God. of high school. Didn't know about that. Um, How many years did he play with the Blue Jays? Uh, he said, Michael, I'm better. Two or three? <laughs> he, he told MJ, I'm better at two sports than you. <laughs> um, 
But uh, you, you know, got drafted in all three: Elway or Dave Winfield or something. Yeah, it was Winfield. Gosh, nuts. And he didn't even. Yeah, he got. He wasn't the greatest baseball. I mean, he's good. He's a good baseball yeah. player, but what, <laughs> good grief, he didn't even the greatest play. ever. <laughs> Uh, uh, what, you know, what you know about Brian <laughs> Jordan? Come on. Charlie Ward, man. <laughs> is that so, uh, is that... the reason I, I mentioned Ainge is because it, you know, he played, uh, played for my Celtics, and this one is near and dear to my heart. What if Lynn yeah. Jones and Reggie Lewis had lived? Yeah. Yeah, the Celtics had two, two yeah. people go on. Um, it's unbelievable. Now, when was Lewis drafted? Lewis was drafted in 88, I think. Um, and then uh, Bias in 86. Uh, that one, I don't know. I'm not sure if people project Bias properly. Um, I, I think that they look at the tragedy and then kind of feed into how great he could have been. Because people want to say, well, he, he was going to be – he was going to be on the same tier as Jordan. I'm not sure about that. I think maybe he was more closely going to be like a James Worthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how he – type of player he had. He was – I thought he was taller than 6'8". He's 6'8", uh, but he's kind of, kind of slight. He's only like 195 pounds. Um, so, um, you know, I, yeah, just, just what could have happened. Uh, I mean, I've, obviously with his, his rookie year, I look at, um, how many minutes Bird and McHale played that year. Bird averaged 40, McHale averaged 39 a game that year. Uh, now they, they didn't, they didn't really have, uh, a really strong option to to come in for either one of those guys, and Bias could come in for both those guys and relieve their minutes. Um, of course, by the end of the by the end of the year, backs uh, Bird's back is messed up. Um, Mikel's foot is a miss uh, because Mikel rushed back and tried playing on a broken foot. And oh wow! Yeah, didn't really didn't really do it that well. Obviously, if Baez had been there, Mikhail doesn't rush rush himself back. I think they win that '87 Finals. They have four rings in the '80s, and the Lakers have four rings in the '80s. Now, and then, and then we're left to, to decide. We're left to discuss. Well, who is the better? Who is the better team in the '80s? I mean, yeah. now we can look at like, well, you, the Lakers had five, Celtics had three, so we know which one's better. But I mean, if if it ends up four and four, assuming the Celtics don't repeat in uh, '88, uh, then uh, then you know it's where we get to discuss, get to debate without any way of knowing which one's better. Um, yeah, hey, I guess Norton's took off to Orlando to stay. Ah. <laughs> uh, Man, Norton. What a yeah. What a night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So how long have you been gone? Quite a while. <laughs> a couple uh, minutes. I guess I'll I guess I'll continue on. Uh, so then I'm you know Reggie Lewis passes away um, in the ninety three off season. Um the bird was gone. Bird was gone, wasn't he? Yeah, Bird was gone, Mikhail's gone, but um had had Lewis not passed away, had Bowes not passed away, oh yeah, then we would have been looking at a starting lineup of D Brown, Reggie Lewis, Lynn Bias, Kino Roger, Robert Parrish. Are they beating the Bulls? Probably not. But I think they I think they give them a good run in the Eastern Conference Finals. Rick Fox. Yeah, I mean it's much better than the than uh Sherman Douglas, D. Brown, Rick Fox, Roger and Parrish. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a. Uh, we wanna... So that concludes what? our uh, two what ifs. I think right? Keystop is. Uh, total, huh? I think Keystop's upset about the bias thing. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs to follow us at The Real RCN Show on Twitter and the Ross, Crit, and Norton Show on Facebook. I've asked, what topics do you want to hear us uh, discuss until we get, you know, the NBA back or other sports in July? <laughs> and uh, give us your feedback, and we'll try to see what we can come up with. I w- I've got a lot of scenarios I'd like to talk about. I want to talk about video games we all remember and play growing up as a kid, the best teams to not win, whatever sport, NBA, college basketball. We still might take on that uh, guys born in the wrong era. Yeah, wrong era. Yeah, yeah. But we'll uh, come up with some more interesting topics for the month of June, hopefully, and that'll be it. And, and hopefully less chaos next time. <laughs> and hopefully Norton <laughs> will make it back from uh, Orlando. All right, Chris. All right. Yep, good. Y'all take it easy. <laughs> this has been the Ross, Crit, and Norton Show.